want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels, juicy sexual vitality, and have great success manifesting abundance in your life. Welcome to the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast, where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life. Welcome, guys. How's everybody doing today? Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's had a good week so far. I'm going to take a little drink here, wait for some people to come in, and we'll get started. Hey Derek, what's up, brother? Okay, so I'm gonna answer this answer this question before I get into my little discourse today. Um, so Derek's saying, noticed in one of your last videos, you mentioned a bit of a diminished sexual vitality in due part to an extensive gym routine. I have time at times as well. What do you think is a better approach to take for physical fitness to still keep your sexual vitality intact? So this really comes down to allowing enough rest time. From my experience. Um, making sure you take a week off every now and then um i'm i'm my my current routine i'm going to add in basically a full week of rest every three to four weeks i think of working out that allows me time to for my body to recover basically so that i don't experience that uh uh drop in my sexual vitality and then there was a lot of other factors for me as well i was really really busy i was preparing for some trips i was i was under a bit of stress so it was a lot of different things together but i have noticed that working too much physical activity, not enough rest does cause me to um, burn out a bit, right? So just allowing yourself plenty of rest time, right? If you're feeling excessively fatigued, exhausted, it means you need, you need more rest. So um, <clears throat> what I want to share today, before I get into Q&A, guys, I want to share a little, you know, first of all, welcome, guys. I'm Jonathan White. I'm here to help you master your sexual energy so you can manifest your ideal life. And I want to talk a little bit about self-mastery, walking this path of self-mastery, self-sufficiency, and uh, not getting lost and sucked into control systems that take away your power, right? And this is very, very relevant to sexual kung fu because sexual energy is your power. It is your energy. It is your unique individuality, your creative power to harness, to create what you want. And... So first of all, you know, my main mission is to liberate, you know, well, people around the world, but men, especially from these dysfunctional sexual patterns, these sexual distortions that are depleting their energy, you know, freeing them from the bondage of porn addiction so that they're not feeding these weird dark side astral entities with their sexual energy, which millions of men around the planet are, and that starts to liberate their own sexual energy so that they can step back into their conscious manhood and create what they want in their life, right? So sexual energy, conscious sexuality is a very, very important aspect in becoming a, we could say, a fully awakened human, a fully activated human, because your sexual energy is a major part of the picture, but it's still just one part. There's a lot of other aspects to it as well. Energy cultivation in general is very essential, right? Um, the situation in the world, what the real epidemic of this world is basically laziness, instant gratification, um, getting sold on pharmaceutical drugs, you know, getting sold on food that's garbage and that's actually depleting our vitality you know the, the fact is, is that people's health around the world is not very good right we're very 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 technologically advanced as a species but you know here in the us people are incredibly unhealthy because they don't know how to eat right they don't know how to take care of their bodies and their minds they don't know how to release stress from their life they don't know how to go out into the forest sit under a tree and just quiet their mind right and this is why people are you know suffering why people are lost around the world and they're buying into weird systems 
you know, everyone wants to take a pill or shoot something in their body that fixes, you know, an entire life, lifetime of bad habits, but it doesn't work. If you look at the track record of Western medicine, it's one of the biggest causes of deaths in the U.S., far more than, you know, this thing they're pushing on us is pharmaceutical drugs. You know, think about that and then be careful about, you know, buying into these things that they're trying to push on us and make mandatory for us, right? So the answer to this is self-cultivation, especially energetic cultivation, learning how to reconnect your body to its natural state, which is one of radiant vitality, radiant health, radiant energy levels. There's no reason that you can't be <laughs> extremely healthy, vital, energetic, and balanced in, until your death, basically, right? This is the normal for human beings, I am going to say, right? What's not normal is to spend, you know, the majority of your life sick and dying basically, right? So energy cultivation is very, very important, right? And this, there's many aspects to cultivating your energy. One aspect of energy cultivation is doing formal practices like Qigong, yoga, meditation, breath work. These are very, very important, but everything else as well. The food that you eat creates your body. The, the energies that created that, you know, where was that plant or that animal, whatever you're eating, where was that grown? Was it happy and healthy or was it in a sick, uh, toxic environment where the animals, you know, raised in tiny cages, they couldn't move, pumped up with hormones and brutally slaughtered watching all their friends die, right? That's the kind of energy you're consuming. Same thing with the food. You know, are you eating weird genetically modified foods that had like pig genetics mixed into them, you know, Frankenstein plants, that's, you know, these things are not compatible with our health. So looking at your diet, looking at your lifestyle, what are you doing with your time? Are you sitting in front of a screen all day? Get out and move your body. Our bodies were meant to move. Stagnant water becomes, it breeds disease. It breeds, you know, bacteria. Move your body. Your body's 70% water. When your body becomes stagnant, it starts to grow nasty stuff. Sitting is one of the, they say sitting is the new smoking, right? So sitting on your ass all day, things get stagnant, things move. You wonder why you feel depressed. You wonder why you're gaining weight and just feeling like shit all the time. Move your body, get out into nature, cultivate your energy, guys. This is, it's really not that simple. The answer to all of our problems is really simplicity, right? We've kind of backed ourselves into this weird corner of technological addiction, um, instant gratification. Like I need a pill to fix this. I need, you know, I need to watch porn to get my fix. You know, this is a very dark path for human beings and it, it only leads to a dead end. So the answer to this is coming back to our roots as a species, which is to rewire ourselves into nature, learn how to work with the energetic pathways of your body, right? This is what all, you know, most alternative, you know, ancient healing modalities involve is opening up harmonizing the flow of life force, chi, prana through your body, right? And you can do this yourself with qigong practices, uh, meditation, and watch your mind. What are you thinking about? When you're stressed out all the time and you're living in fear, that's terrible for your body. It's terrible for your immune system. This is another one of the epidemics right now is fear because they're selling us fear through the, you know, through the media, through news. And many people are stuck in chronic fear patterns right now, which is only going to lead to disease. So get out of fear, learn to clear your mind, learn how to keep yourself focused on positive things, inspirational things, right? And so really this is the path of self mastery. You don't need anyone else. Uh, this you'll getting out of control systems. This is what's going to liberate humanity. What is a control system? A control system is where there's someone telling you, hey, you're weak, 
this is wrong with you. You can't do this without this thing that I have. You know, you need to take this pill. You need to take this drug. You need to shoot this in your body. Without me, you know, you're nothing, right? That's a control system. That's a hierarchical, hierarch, hierarchical <laughs> control structure. There's this guy up here better than you and you need what he has. That's bullshit. You don't need anyone else. You just need to remember how to keep yourself balanced. How to cultivate your chi. How to keep things flowing and moving in your body. Keep your mind calm, present, and relaxed and you will be healthy you will be radiant you'll be vital and this is really how you know how we get into, getting into manifestation right it's difficult to create abundance in your life when you have toxic thought patterns toxic beliefs when you're putting toxic foods in your bodies when you're hanging out with toxic people you tend to create more of that you know because that which you you're, which you vibrationally match you will always create more of so learning to change your belief systems to ones that empower you, to change the thoughts into ones that inspire, motivate you, to, to change your body into a healthy, vibrant, energized body, right? And this comes down to doing your sexual kung fu practice, working with your sexual energy, which is you know one of the most important things to uh, radiant vitality, a healthy immune system and health. You you really can't have uh, an immune system from putting you know weird things in your body. It doesn't work like that. You know our immune systems, our bodies. <laughs> are the product, product of thousands and thousands of years of, you know, evolution, whatever, right? We are capable of surviving anything. It's the truth of it, right? But people are spending a lot of money right now to convince you otherwise because they want to sell you this weird thing. It's another control system. So energy cultivation is really what's going to liberate us, you know, as a species, because when you have your own method, you have your own tools to keep yourself healthy, to keep yourself happy, to keep yourself in the flow, energized and balanced, you don't need anything else. And then you're creating out of abundance and inspiration. And you're, that's what the world becomes is everyone's healthy, happy because they're not, you know, stuck in these control systems. They're empowered and they're creating out of inspiration and joy, not out of desperation. And that's going to create literally heaven on earth. Can you imagine everyone's focusing only on what they enjoy, creating more joy, creating inspiration, you know, building things that they enjoy doing. It's going to be a completely different world, right? Uh, quite a, uh, uh, contrast to the fear-driven, manipulated, you know, Babylonian money magic based world we've been living in. So just want to share with you guys, this is a very, very, it's a huge time on the planet. Energetically, there's so many shifts. The field is changing. There's a lot happening in the astral realms. Things feel a bit heavy. There's some, you know, if you're feeling a bit weird, it's not just you. Practice your meditation, practice your Qigong, spend time in nature, keep yourself healthy. It's very, very important. For me, it's this constant process of realigning myself. You know, uh, I'm very busy. I've been kind of <laughs> working double shifts, so to speak, to keep myself centered, to keep myself balanced because there's been so many weird energetic things in the field. And, you know, it's all right. It's, it's, I, I'm kind of up to the challenge. It's a good, it's good training, I would say. Um, but um, the thing for me is realizing it's this constant practice of bringing myself back into alignment. Whenever I start going down weird, you know, getting distracted by weird things, weird thoughts, whatever, it's pulling myself back into, no, I'm not going down that road. I am creating a reality of joy, of happiness, of peace, of harmony and balance. That is what I'm here to create. And so remembering to pull yourself out of weird, you know, uh, uh, side trails and back onto your main path. That's the most important thing at this part in this, uh, this, this time. And for me, the best tool for doing this has been sexual Kung Fu, Qigong, meditation, uh, energy circulation, working with my sexual energy, orgasmic energy is blissful. It keeps you centered. It keeps you enjoying life, it keeps you optimistic. You know, when you, when you're having, uh, these powerful orgasmic experiences, 
it realigns you into that which is truly your creative um your creative self with unlimited potential so uh, that's my rant for today guys but basically it's an important time to stay centered not go down weird belief systems not get pulled into weird control systems even if you know there's a lot of peer pressure to do so i would say right so one thing i want to share before i get into uh, q a i just released a video on my youtube channel it's called uh, energy body activation technique. I highly recommend using this practice every single day. It's a, it's a, basically it's an internal alchemical practice where you create this geometrical shape, these counter rotating fields <laughs> in your energy field. And it energetically protects you, helps you to neutralize energy, EMFs, all the weird stuff coming at you and stay balanced. So check that video out on my YouTube channel. It's going to really help you. So, all right, guys, I'm going to get into a Q and a, so send in your questions. <clears throat> Necklace, uh, this is the raw key, R A key, K E Y, from Arcturus Ra. It's a uh, Egyptian jed, basically. Egyptian technology, well, probably Atlantean technology, uh, generates uh, an energy field, generates phot uh, photons. It's it's powerful. It's an energy piece. Okay, Tyler Bourbon says, how can we trigger the masculine energy in us? Some days I feel dominated by yin and in need of some extra yang. Uh, so first of all, it's important to understand that there's always going to be fluctuations between yin and yang. You're, it's not healthy to be in a 100% yang state 100% of the time. But, um, that's called excess yang. That's a disease, actually, according to Chinese medicine, that burns you out. When you're always go, 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 do, 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 I'm like, I have to be the strong, you know, masculine force 24-7. It's too much. You'll burn yourself out. You need yin uh, stillness gives birth to action. Yin gives birth to yang. So obviously we go to sleep every night. That's yin. Uh, but we also need some periods of stillness, some rest, you know, to, to cultivate that potential, which grows into action. So balancing your yin and yang. So maybe look at this pattern. Do you do too much? Do you expect yourself to accomplish too much? Right? So the more yin you have, the more yang you can actually have. Right? So it's, it's always that balance. You can't have one without the other. So maybe look at that and see if that, but having said that, you know, look at <laughs> uh, if you're feeling excessively like lazy and motivated, you know, check your diet. Uh, what are you focusing on? Are you on social media all day? Do you get up in the morning, look at your phone, you know, have a strong morning routine, get outside, get in nature, breathe some fresh air, do some Qigong, move your body, do some yoga, whatever, work out, you know, keep yourself healthy. Okay. Tyler also says, why is why is it that the voice gets deeper when retaining semen and will it be permanent after some months or years of practice? Um, yeah, so it seems to be, you know, guys are finding that um, when they practice semen retention, their voice gets deeper. I don't know. I haven't really looked into this, you know, scientifically what's happened. It may have something to do with how your body, you know, your, your body changes when you practice retention. When you start ejaculating frequently, your hormones change. You have more testosterone typically. You have more, you know, androgen receptor activity. Um Maybe this is affecting that, you know, it's difficult to say. Okay. Santino George says, do you believe that the, 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 the V word that people are, you know, <laughs> sticking in their body, um, can affect our semen negatively? I recently got it and I'm concerned. Uh, 
yes, unfortunately, that may be one of the, uh, I'm, I'm trying not to get too much into this stuff. I really don't want my channel to get taken down, so I have to be careful about what I say. But basically, you know, I, I saw this meme or, or something about that on that, someone who has semen who didn't put that in their body, it's going to be worth more than Bitcoin in the future, right? I think there's some truth to this. This may be a mass scale, you know, uh, sterilization program. It's possible. So if you've gotten this thing, you really must keep your immune system healthy. Do everything you can to keep your body healthy. You're going to need it in the coming months. You know, it is what it is. So I don't recommend putting this garbage in your body. Quantum Doula says, best way to magnetize an aligned partner at the moment um, to simply be the highest version of yourself. You know, you can't rush, you, you know, bringing someone in. If you get into like this desperation, like I need this person now, uh, then you're going to attract out of that uh, energy of desperation. You may not be happy with the results. You know, I can say this from experience. So the best thing to do is to simply keep living your life, stay keeping yourself high vibe not have expectation around it. Do, you know, your manifestation practice, like spend time every day focusing on, okay, what type of person do I want to be with? What do they look like? What, you know, personality do they have? Am I, you know, do I match these aspects within myself as well? Right. So put that in place and then let go, you know, maybe, you know, allow yourself to be in social situations where you may meet someone, but don't have that kind of desperation expectation around it. You know, I saw this quote recently. It said something like, um, when you quit looking for the love of your life and start doing the things you love, you will attract the love of your life, right? So I think there's a lot of truth to that. So just have patience and keep yourself, you know, balanced. Okay, Shaz K says, how do you detox the brain? Well, I'm not sure, you know, about the brain specifically, but like the glands, you know, the pituitary gland, the, the pineal gland, um, don't drink Florida, don't drink tap water, okay, chlorine, uh, uh, fluoride, these are potent neurotoxins, aluminum as well. And there's aluminum being sprayed into the air, you know, chemtrails, they call it geoengineering. They're spraying the stuff in the air, you know, all the time, aluminum, barium, all kinds of nasty stuff. The aluminum mixes with the fluoride in your body and it crosses the blood brain barrier and it calcifies your pineal gland, messes up your pituitary gland. So don't drink tap water, get a Berkey filter or, you know, get a high quality source of water. Um, detoxing that. Again, drinking pure water. I've heard that uh, blue skate liver oil helps to remove this stuff, remove some of that calcification. Um, cilantro, uh, there's a, uh, I forget what it's called. I, I take these micronized zeolite drops and they're, they remove heavy metals and things from the body. So like heavy metal detox will help remove some of these things as well. Kenny S says, sexual fast, would you recommend? I mean, if you're having like, you know, if you're having like addictive patterns, if you've been having too much sex, you've been having, you know, stuck in really like lust driven patterns that are depleting you in sex and sure, take a, take a fast from it. But what's going to be more effective is training in sexual Kung Fu techniques to rewire your experience of sex. So it's not a depleting act of sex, but learning how to have non ejaculatory orgasms, learning how to uh, harvest the energy, so to speak, from the sex that you're having stored in your body instead of losing it, then it won't matter how much sex you're having because you'll actually be gaining energy from sex. You know, as long as it's heart-centered, love and balance, ex harmonious exchange between partners, you will gain energy from sex. Okay, Derek Trevino. 
I'm sure you have a very varied diet, as a lot of us do, but do you have any sort of staples or foods or meals that you consume? What would you recommend as a general daily meal plan, plan for sexual potency? So sexual building foods, basically, right? Vitality building foods, black sesame seeds. I have like a full cup of black sesame seeds every day in my smoothies and things. They're amazing, loaded with minerals, um, really amazing. You can get like all your zinc, all your magnesium, all of your copper, all kinds of things just from black sesame seeds. They're amazing. Um, goji berries, another great one. Moringa leaf. Um, I love avocados. There's a lot of benefits to avocados. Uh, Pasture-raised eggs. They're a superfood. What else? Um, Pasture-raised meats. You know, you go depending on your blood type, your body type. You know, maybe be. I, I don't. I don't consume a ton of animal products, but having some pasture-raised meats is really good for my personally me for my genes. So things like that. Smiling Saiyan says, how to practice gaining? I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that. In what context of gaining? Just some guy with a boomerang is asking, what sexual energy practices do you do? I practice sexual kung fu, which is, I mean, it's kind of a, it's a comprehensive system, but basically circulating the essence of the semen energy, which is in my testicles throughout my body in an unaroused state, and also having non-ejaculatory sex, you know, cultivating with a partner where we build sexual energy together, build orgasmic energy, and then circulate that through the body and exchange it. That's kind of in a nutshell what it is. So there's a lot more to it, but yeah, basically those are the sexual energy practices that I'm, I'm using. Also some internal alchemical practices as well. Pablo Cordova says, I'm near the 90th NoFap day. Awesome, brother. Well done. Hicksgate says, do you do any Qigong practice before bed? Um, I typically don't do any like really energy building practice before bed because it, I won't be able to sleep if I do because, you know, for me, I get the Qi going so much. There is some practices I will do though. Like uh, there's a practice called Six Healing Sounds I teach in my course, which is kind of a clearing practice. It clears heat from the organs, clears negative emotions. It's a really great practice for me to do before bed. Sometimes I'll do like a, a stillness you know, kind of meditation, abdominal breathing type practices. There's some sleeping gong practices, which are like preparing the body for sleep, basically that I do before sleep. So I guess I do do qigong before bed, but nothing like stimulating, right? There's a lot of practices that I do. Smiling Sands says gaining energy. Okay, how to gain energy. Uh, practice qigong, build your qi. Working with uh, specifically like for volume of energy, like chi itself, like building your battery, you want to work with the lower Don Tian. Build that first. Check out my YouTube video, Don Tian Breathing. I teach you how to basically the, the fundamental aspects of building the lower Don Tian field. So it's like charging your battery. And then you do your Qigong practice and you have this mass of chi that you built up from doing the Don Tian practice and it becomes tangible, this electricity moving through your body. So Qigong, Don Tian practice, you know, those will build your chi. Jian Zhuang. Z-H-A-N-Z-H-U-A-N-G, um, standing meditation. I have a, a video of this on my YouTube channel. That's another one of my daily staples for energy building. It's very, very powerful. Quantum Dula says, what time of day do you and your partner practice your sexual practice together? Um, our, you know, our, our, our practice, our lovemaking, it varies. We, it's not usually like the same. Sometimes first thing in the morning, sometimes we're busy. So you know, usually it's like morning or evening, but sometimes in the afternoon as well. It just depends. Sometimes morning and evening, you know, it really varies. 
health for better life says your qigong walking for the root chakra is so powerful thank you yeah that's it's i mean it's really not just it's not just for the root chakra it's for actually the whole energetic system it helps to build the dantian and actually helps to spread the chi through your arm because that's the foundation for full body activation of chi is the legs and the dantian most people teaching qigong they, they never really address like how to charge up your legs right but that's actually the most I could say we could say fundamental practice for getting the rest of the body energized because that's a pathway of energy is you know the the the, the qigong uh one of my teachers calls it the arc accelerate or no sorry activate rebound catch the activate is you sink the chi release your energy it sinks down into the earth and then rebound it hits the feet hits the earth it, it comes back up through the body fills the dantian and then catch it moves through the body a like a resonant wave and it hits the hands. So when you feel the chi in your hands, you know it's gone through your whole body. This practice, the walking qigong, um, I forget what I call it in the video. Um, uh, qigong, I think I call it grounding qigong, leg charging qigong, but it's, it's a fantastic practice. I do it quite often. It's, it's really powerful. It will take your qi cultivation to another level. It's incredibly simple. You're just like doing this really slow, mindful type of walking, but super uh, uh, energetically potent. You'll get a lot of energetic gain from doing this practice versus just waving your arms around slowly. Like, you know, <laughs> all right. But yeah, glad you're uh, enjoying it. Hazim Labidi says, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. He says, what's well, a good and fast way to calm down or transmute a strong urge? Microcosmic orbit. This is something, um, I don't know if I shared this yet, but you know, so the microcosmic orbit practice, which is working with this energy energy uh, channel up the back of the body, down the front of the body, check out my microcosmic orbit guided meditation on YouTube. Basically, you feel something, you don't, you know, an urge, you say, or or even other things like a stress, you're feeling angry, someone, something, run the orbit, just move your mind through the orbit, you know, breathe the energy up, breathe the energy down, circulate it, focus on that until it's gone. This will literally transmute the energy of it. It'll take some practice, you know, the more you open up the orbit, the more effective this will be. But I recommend that, especially with the testicle breathing practice, you know, check that out on my YouTube channel. You're directly moving your sexual energy through the orbit. And so it will change the form of that energy. You transmute it. That's how you transmute your energy. So you circulate it and it changes form into something else. Awesome health for better life. More circulation on my full practice. Yeah, so I use that qigong kind of walking method as a warm up to 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 just get the qi moving. Because when you get the legs activated, so to speak, then you, I go and do my qigong, my tai chi, my bagua, my xing yi, and I'm supercharged. You can actually use that step in if you practice tai chi. You use that cat step every single step. It will amplify your tai chi form a hundred times. It's insanely powerful. Okay, Enrique Palacios Fitness. Hey, what's up, brother? He says, do you know any foods that improve circulation? Yes. Um, uh, warming foods tend to increase circulation. So like hot peppers, uh, cinnamon, um, also some other ginger. Ginger is amazing for circulation. Turmeric, I believe. Um, also foods that are rich in argin, arginine. Uh, or citrulline, watermelon soup is, is loaded with citrulline, which turns into arginine, it's a precursor for nitric oxide, expands your blood vessels, increases your blood flow. Also peanuts, I know there's a lot of conflicting information on peanuts, but um, they are loaded with arginine. Also um, gamma, gamma linoleic acid, which is a precursor to creating prostaglandin E2, which is important for tissue repair and for sexual hormones and things like that. So peanuts 
may actually be a sexual superfood. It, but but the issue with penis is mold. So you want to like uh, roast or pressure cook your penis before you have them. But those are some foods that you know can increase your circulation. Tina says, empower yourself by channeling energy into what's in your sphere of control while consciously separating from things that leave you drained. Yeah, I mean, it's all about shifting your focus, like what, what's draining you and what, what inspires and motivates you, right? Focus on those things. Derek Trevino says, would love to eventually instruct Qigong. Is it a tough profession to be successful in and what do you think is the best route to take in getting started? I mean, it's, you know, it can be tough. But I mean, it's just like anything. You have to learn how to present it, how to market it, I guess, so to speak, right? It's like when I first became uh, certified, you know, I got certified as a healing down instructor because I was like, okay, this is a well known system. People are just going to be like hitting me up for, you know, taking classes, whatever. Like, I got it set and I got my certification, got my name on the website, and it was like, you know, crickets. It's like, okay, maybe it's not as uh, uh, in high demand as I thought. So I had, you know, this, you know, I started my YouTube channel, started talking about sexual kung fu and all this stuff. And, so basically you have to, with something like Qigong, which is pretty, you know, it's still relatively unknown to the world. Like, you know, yoga, everyone knows about yoga now. So it's a bit, you know, easier to kind of become an instructor or whatever, but Qigong is, is a bit of a mystery. People are still like, well, what is it actually? What do I get from it? So, and you know, you see a lot of teachers like learn uh, golden dragon, 2000, you know, lineage of the, uh, the golden gate, you know, clan, like people are uh, kind of marking their Qigong like this. It's like, you know, that's not going to attract very many people, right? It's like, what does it do? What will you get from it? What problems is it going to solve for people, right? You know, so so that's kind of the approach. It's like, okay, um, this is a practice that will help you to lower your blood pressure, reduce stress, boost your immune system, right? So kind of relating it to things that is that are actually tangible for people, I will say, and you'll be a bit more successful with it. JD says, do you think you're going to make more Qigong videos? Definitely. I mean, um, you know, I, I drop them every now and then. What I what I already have on my channel is, is pretty solid. You know, if you take any of those forms and use them every day, you're going to have really good results. But this is kind of, you know, if you really want to go in depth into this, you know, I teach um, comprehensive routines and practices in Multi-Orgasmic Man, my 12-week course. And then I have Immortal Energy Arts, which is my super comprehensive in-depth uh, energy cultivation training, basically. Qigong, Neigong. Uh, tai Chi, Xingyi, uh, immortalenergyarts.com if you want to learn more about that. Health for Better Life says, also the iron crotch is powerful. I'm only doing it with five pounds, but damn. Yeah, iron crotch is an amazing practice. The genital weightlifting practice where you swing weights from your genitals. Uh, it's a testosterone booster, gene energy booster. It's, it's, it's really powerful. You have to be careful with it though, obviously. Martin Communications asks, do, do non-ejaculatory orgasms increase testosterone? You know, I'm not exactly sure if having the orgasm in itself increases your testosterone, but there's a lot of evidence suggesting that uh, when a man has frequent, or when a man has sex without ejaculating, it boosts his testosterone. Because when you're aroused, when you're having sex, your body's releasing all these hormones, it's releasing testosterone. If you ejaculate, you lose that. But if you don't ejaculate, you 
you capture that. And so every time you have sex without ejaculating, it's like you get more and more energy from it. You start to feel more and more potent, right? So if it's your, whether it's the orgasm itself or not, I don't know if that's important, but yes, it's definite that non ejaculate or having sex without ejaculating boosts your testosterone and your hormone levels. The north side says, I keep relapsing. How do you not give into create give into cravings? It's willpower. It's discipline. You just don't do it, right? <laughs> it's an easy thing to say, but it's really, you know, your discipline, your willpower, it's a muscle. You have to practice and strengthen it, right? And it will strengthen over time. Um, what I always recommend is having, you know, things in place like a plan, like, okay, if I feel this urge to, you know, watch porn, what am I gonna do instead? I'm gonna do a hundred push-ups. I'm gonna go run a mile. I'm gonna go, you know, do go sprinting, do my full Qigong practice, you know, and then see how I feel, right? So you need to replace it with something else and, you know, just have the willpower to not do it, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. I was, I was Vitus Bernotas says you mind you mentioned astral realm does semen retention affect the astral realm in some way or psychic abilities i mean it's basically yes it will affect uh the the astral realm because it's building your energy right so it can strengthen your energy body because the i mean it's really the energetic and the physical are very intertwined and the more you ejaculate the more you deplete your life force the more your energy field kind of shrinks and becomes weaker so as you build your genes you build your semen or you, you practice semen retention your energy field becomes stronger and especially when you're transmuting that energy when you practice the kind of alchemical practices you know moving the sexual energy through the body refining it storing it you can convert that to build your energy body this is really what Taoist internal alchemy is about um however i think it's relevant to mention that it can make you more of a target in the ethereal planes um, there's a story in, it's one, of, it's in one of Montauk Chia's books. I think it's both the bone marrow Nagong book, but he talks about this guy who, uh, was doing this, you know, the genital weightlifting practice, building all this raw sexual power from it, but he wasn't really doing the alchemical meditations to convert it. And he was having like basically astral entities feeding on his sexual energy. Like he was, he kept having dreams that these like monstrous entities were like feeding on him and stuff. And he went to a, a psychic and be like, yeah, you've got these weird entities feeding on your sexual energy. And so he, you know, he, he kind of re rethought his practice and changed some things. Right. And I've experienced this myself, actually, I've been having some weird, uh, encounters, I will say with, uh, beings trying to take my energy and, uh, I've learned how to protect, protect myself from it. But basically the more energy you have, you know, especially the more gene, the more vitality you have, um, the stronger, the stronger of a light you shine, we could say, right. And you become very, you stand out from others in this kind of dark <laughs> planet we live in. Right. And this is one of the reasons why children are such target for some of the nasty, you know, elites and figures of this planet is because they have so much life force so much gene, right? This is the, the sad truth that the really messed up things happening with human trafficking on this planet. That's, you know, hopefully getting cleared up soon. Daniel Lucero says smart water. Good. Well, supposedly it's, it's just, uh, distilled water, I believe which is good, but the problem is that it's in a plastic bottle, so it's going to have plastic in it. So you're drinking plastic. So, you know, I recommend finding a good quality source of water. You know, um, I have a, I have a pretty sweet 
water system, water setup. I have a Canyon machine and a serious filtration system, but those are several thousand dollars. I got from a friend in exchange for a, a retreat I did. So I would recommend a water distiller um, or a Berkey filter with a fluoride attachment. Those are really great as well. Um, or if you have access to like spring water, you know, uh, some sort of local water service that provides, you know, clean water for you. Reverse osmosis as well is great. But if nothing else, I think smart water is better than some of the other bottled waters. There's a lot of bottled waters that still add like fluoride and garbage to their water. So, you know, you can do some research on this and find out more about that. Health for better life. Awesome. Glad you joined the, the Qigong practices. I'm guessing the Qigong mastery I have on my website. It's a good one. It's, and definitely pairs well with that, the, the cat step practice, which I, I believe I teach in that one as well, yeah. Okay, Mel Present says, how to stop obsessing about what I should be doing? Well, you're stuck in your mind. You're stuck in thinking, you know, like, oh, this and this. Get into your body. You know, go out, go for a walk in nature. Feel your feet on the earth. Make it a meditation. Like, you know, go to a park and just walk barefoot and just like see – can I absorb 100% of my awareness on the sensations of my feet on the ground? It becomes a meditation. It grounds you. Or do some, you know, jump, go swimming. Uh, find a rope swing. Do something fun. It gets you in your body and out of your head, right? Very important. Get, getting grounded. And it's like when we're in problem-solving consciousness, we're not, we're not in a very good place to actually solve problems. It's like I think it was Einstein who said, you know, problems cannot be solved on the same level they were created from. So when you're stuck in this kind of problem-solving uh, beta state consciousness, it's difficult to actually have creative solutions. Usually you, you create solutions out of fear or out of like, well, I think I should do this. It's when you're in like a state of flow, when you're in a state of clarity, you're in that like alpha theta state, just being, just existing, feeling good. That's when you have these like intuitive hits of like, of course I should do this thing. Right. That's how you really get into that Wu Wei state. The Taoists talk about this effortless state of flow where everything just unfolds spontaneously for you. Varun, Varun Agarwal, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, says, I feel that my penis is very, very weak. I do not have erectile dysfunction, but I just feel really weak down there. What foods can I consume or exercises to strengthen the whole area? Thanks so much. Lots of respect. Um, so gene building foods, you know, look up, look up gene building foods, Google that G I N G. Um, but as I mentioned before, you know, black sesame seeds, goji berries, you know, getting plenty of minerals, um, pasteurized eggs, things like that, you know, depending on what your body likes. But so those are some foods you can take, you know, especially like kidney yin building herbs will help build your uh, sexual vitality, your sexual potency. Practicing Qigong, connecting with the earth. I'd recently made a video, um, I think it was called number one secret for sexual vitality or something like that, which basically teaches you how to absorb the earth's sexual energy into your sexual center. So you, you cultivate that vitality from the earth. That's a fantastic practice for building your sexual energy. And, you know, reducing stress in your life is number one. That's the number one killer of libido, sexual health is stress. Not sleeping enough, too much worrying, you know, stuck in fight or flight state. It destroys your sexual energy. Um, and you can do some sharpening the sword exercises, as they call them. Um, look up Angion method, A-N-G-I-O-N. It's basically cardio for your penis. It's really phenomenal. Um, also, like massaging your testicles, massaging your whole sexual area in general helps to, you know, Strengthen that that area and build more energy there. So hope that helps.
Enrique Palacios Fitness says, for some reason, I feel like semen retention is helping me maintain my body fat low. Any thoughts? Well, um, my understanding is that when you have like good testosterone levels, you tend to burn more fat and accumulate less body fat. So there may be this connection here between, yeah. As, and when, when men are ejaculating frequently, they have higher levels of prolactin and estrogen in, the, in their body. When you have high levels of estrogen, prolactin, you tend to accumulate more body weight, like man boobs and things like that, right? So I think this makes sense. Ved Gawai says, is having a nightfall really bad? Like, does it reset your retention? Usually it's not a big deal. It, the thing is, is that with re semen retention, my philosophy isn't like never, ever ejaculate. And if you ejaculate, you fail at setting yourself up for failure. You're going to ejaculate at some point. It's really about uh, mitigating the loss from an ejaculation when it does happen. And it's more, more of all just focusing on building your energy. Like, yes, you're probably going to ejaculate here and there. Don't worry about it. You know, if you say I failed, I relapsed, you know, you're just going to put yourself into a guilt trip. Um, from what I've, <clears throat> from what I've experienced, I would say like 95% of men or so, maybe more, will have a wet dream at some point. Their bodies will simply release at some point. So semen retention is about going forever without ejaculating. It's about uh, learning to cultivate that energy the most you can, recycle that the most that you possibly can, right? And then it won't matter if you do ejaculate here and there. Um, building your energy with Qigong, you know, learning to have non-ejaculatory orgasms because you can build energy with with sexual activity basically, right? So basically don't worry about it. Unless you're having wet dreams like multiple times a week, it's probably not a big deal. Hicksgate says, thanks a lot. I feel so charged up after morning Qigong. I don't think I could sleep after. I'll look into sleep. Sleep going and clearing exercises. Yeah. Uh, something I'll share with you guys. One of my favorite practices to do is I'm laying in bed, you know, kind of preparing for sleep. Well, there's a few. One is breathing from the feet. So just, you know, the soles of your feet, specifically kidney one point, you can look that up. It's like the bubbling well. It's like the, you know, if this is the the bottom of my foot, it's about here. Like these are the toes. It's about here. It's a sensitive point. I feel like that's your nostrils. And as you inhale, you're breathing from that point up your legs into the dantian. As you exhale, you breathe out of that point. It's like that point on your foot is now your nostrils and you're breathing in and out of it. It's very grounding. It helps you to calm your mind down, get your head or get your mind down low in your body, which is helpful for falling asleep. Another one I do, um, I learned this one from Michael Wynn, is, is you just imagine that there's these energetic like hoops going through your body with like a, uh, well, I won't go that far with it. Okay. There's like a hoop, an energetic hoop. And as it moves through your body, it's like clearing and dissolving things, releasing tension and just like boom, one hoop, boom, boom. Just focus on that clearing your body as you go to sleep. It, it also helps kind of like align the shape of your energy field, put it into a proper shape, which can help you with dream practice as well, like lucid dreaming. So try that out. <clears throat> Francois Crotois. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I try, guys. It's great. It's great having an international audience, though. You know, everyone around the world, we're connecting and sharing our experience, you know, sharing, uh, you know, it's hard to talk about some of this stuff, right? So it's great that we have this community. You know, I appreciate you guys showing up. 
sharing your questions, sharing what's going on. It's always great just to see where everyone's at, what's going on in the world, right? Uh, but Francois says, how to avoid the feeling of pressure when doing steam retention. So I, I think you're talking about like this, this like pressure that builds up in the genitals and it's like this, oh, like I gotta, I need to ejaculate or something. I need to have sex, right? Very normal. This is a tension, right? And the cause of this is typically just all your sexual energy stuck in your genitals because you're building it there, but you really want to move it out of there, right? Or else you have all this pressure. Microcosmic orbit and testicle breathing practice are number one for this. Also grounding, the Zhan Zhuang practice. I teach some other methods in my uh, six-week, my 12-week course, multi-orgasmic man, for grounding that sexual energy to keep it a bit cooler and more digestible. But you want to keep that energy moving. Microcosmic orbit, circulate it. You know, keep yourself physically active. Make sure you're also creative outlet, outlets are essential, like playing music writing, you know, creating art, poetry, whatever, something that's creative works that, you know, creativity. You, it's really, really important. I found for building sexual energy to have some sort of creative outlet for that energy because it is creative energy. And if you're not creating something with it, like artistically, you're going to want to have sex and ejaculate it out. Also having non-ejaculatory sex is great if you're able to, right? That's another way to kind of release that pressure, exchanging it with a partner. MTL says, any downloads to share today? Well, I think I shared a lot of my downloads at the beginning of this, but basically I there's there's some weird stuff going on in the astral realm. I think I touched on this a little bit. Um, and most of us have no clue that there's this whole other world around us, you know, this kind of overlapping the physical and that there's a lot of weird manipulations. There's a lot of entities. There's a lot of things in this field. Like last week, was it last week? It might've been two weeks ago, but I was just feeling really weird. I was feeling really tired and just like drained. I was like, this is very unusual for me. And I had been kind of busy. I just got back from traveling and I was like, okay. And I kind of went in and checked, checked in. It was like, and I, 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 first of all, I activated my light. Like I activated my heart center, just like this blast of light. I started spinning the, the pyramid practice. I, I taught my recent YouTube video and I could see just in my inner vision. It was like, uh, almost like if you like a like a horror movie or like a science fiction movie where like someone has like a bright light and there's all these like nasty goblin like creatures like kind of recoiling from it that's what it was like it was like all this weird shit that was just kind of like trying to feed on me and i just poof, blasted away and i felt great after that so some weird stuff on the astral plane there's some weird programs in place so just again keep yourself protected manage your energy field use the practice i shared in my recent youtube video you'll be fine i don't know that's kind of down i guess Jason Peterson says, by day four, I'm always aching and I can't sleep. Have to release. What do I do? Practice Qigong. Wear yourself out physically. Go to the gym, you know, do an intense workout, run on the elliptical until you can't move your legs, like physically exhaust yourself, but also, you know, meditation. The biggest thing is like this gene, this energy you're building, it wants to, it, when it's always, always in this pattern of movement, be when you're used to always following your impulses and like, you know, doing things because you feel you have the desire to, then it creates all this movement in your gene, your sexual energy, and it always wants to like drive you to do things. So what I found one of the most helpful things for stilling this is doing like stillness meditation where you sink. Zhen Zhuan is, is one aspect of this, but basically you sit there, just relax completely, just observe the Dan Tian, do the Dan Tian breathing practice and just allow this energy to sink by relaxing your body, by relaxing your mind down, holding it gently in the Dan Tian area until your mind becomes very still. That helps to sink the energy, uh, still the gene. 
Martin Communications asks, I know it's different with everyone. How many weeks or months did it take for you to transmute semen energy to your pineal gland or wherever the goal of it going is? Yeah, I mean, the goal of it is wherever you want it to go. You can bring it all kinds of different areas through the body, the organs, the glands, the pineal gland, whatever. Um, the Dantian is the really easy starting point. For me, uh, I would say it took a few weeks, maybe months, maybe a few months of practice till it was really like, oh yeah, definitely the energy went up to my head. I remember I was I was, uh, I was up in a cabin in the woods. I was house-sitting for a friend. I was, I was practicing sexual kung fu. I was out in nature. I was like, whatever. And I was doing the, the big draw method, kind of that rough crude, pulling, flexing everything, shoving the energy up to the brain, which eventually started giving me headaches. But anyways, I was doing this practice and it was like, I felt this like wave, this kind of like electrical, like boom, up to my brain. I'm like, ooh, that feels good. So I don't know. After, you know, a couple months, three months, whatever. Adam Dukov, what's up, brother? Every man on the planet should practice sexual kung fu. Adam's a Adam's a Adam's a sexual kung fu rock star. Okay. Pink Mountain Love is asking, how can I communicate with my man about Tantra? He has insecurities about feeling like he is not enough. How can I communicate in a loving way? I think that's a great question. Um, if he's, you know, so he's got these insecurities about, you know, so like, obviously you have to be kind of careful with that, but like, you know, that's something you're interested in just I don't know, maybe you have, maybe you have like a book about it and just say, Hey, I thought this was really interesting. It sounds like it could be something really fun to explore. Like, I love you. I love our relationship. And I want to just see like what else is possible with this. We can go into like ever deep, deepening levels of communication, connection, and love. And like for you having more powerful uh, sexual experiences as well. So something like that, right. Just, just like for not maybe like, first of all, you know, give him a compliment. Like you're an amazing partner, you're an amazing lover. And I want to see like how much, even deeper, we can go with this, right? So, you know, just compliment him and bring him from a space of love, not out of a space of like, I don't think you're enough, but like, but out of a space of, hey, how how can we go even deeper? I've heard that this is like amazing, you know? <laughs> Talking about non exactly orgasms. <laughs> Romeo asks, are you vegetarian? No, I'm not vegetarian. Fawad as, sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, says OnlyFans banning sexual content seems like a step in the right direction. OnlyFans is banning sexual content? That's really interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, for me, I'm not, I mean, I talk about, just just kind of my own opinion is just like, I talk about um, obviously breaking porn addiction, not watching porn and things like that. But having said that, I'm not really for like banning these things either, because typically when you suppress something, like you make it illegal, then there there's almost, it has the opposite effect of having, creating more of a desire and a need for it. Right. So to me, like the most holistic things is addressing like, why is porn such a desired thing in the first place? Like why, why is it people are so unsatisfied with their sex lives that they need to watch porn? Right. So addressing the underlying principles would prevent these kinds of things from happening in the first place. Right. But anyways, that's a bit of a rant on that, but 
the other question, the question is, is how do you deal with gaslighting from women who call you insecure for preferring traditional feminine women? Well, I mean, it's like if you have a certain type of person you want to be with and that, you know, you're dating people and they're not that it's just, you know, it, it's what it is. It's like, well, you know, I'm just looking for someone who's a little bit different. It is what it is. You know, you have your standards, I guess. Right. Market Communications asks, is it easier to transmute semen energy when aroused or when not aroused? It's definitely easier when you're not aroused, right? Um, working with your aroused sexual energy is like trying to control a fleet of wild horses, you know, and if you don't have any underlying skill before you do that, it's going to be very difficult. That's why in my trainings, you know, my, my multi-orgasmic man course, there's really, really strong foundational practices which most people skip in what they're presenting from what I've seen, because I've taken a lot of other trainings on this stuff. Right. And they go right to sexual practices. And in my experience, I took that approach. It was ineffective because I didn't learn how to, first of all, learn work with the energy channels and a non aroused, like how to really feel chi and move it for the body before, before going straight to this aroused potent sexual energy, which is difficult to control in the beginning. So it's much easier to lay the pathway with unaroused sexual energy. And then you can start to work with aroused sexual energy, which is much more powerful, right. But more difficult to control. Okay, uh, Mariposa is asking about the symbols in my tapestry. Well, we've got some Egyptian, well, it's really Atlantean. Uh, Egypt was a later colony of Atlantis. You know, everything moved there after the fall of Atlantis. But uh, what do we got here? We got left, the, the left eye of Horus. Le uh, the eye of Horus, so there's mystery schools in, in ancient Egypt. There's the left eye of Horus and the right eye of Horus. Kind of like left, right, left brain, right brain stuff. It was a mystery school. Uh, all kinds of stuff. They taught Tantra. They taught energy cultivation practice, all those kinds of stuff, right? So it's basically like the esoteric eyes of Horus. And there's also Metatron's cube in there, which is a sacred geometry. You know, and pyramids are uh, powerful geometrical shapes. There's pyramids on every continent of the planet. There's actually like a, I think it's like, a, it's either Fibonacci or golden mean spiral where all the sacred sites of the planet align to the spiral across the planet. And the very center of the earth is the Giza Plateau. The Great Pyramid is literally the very, very center of all the landmass of the Earth. The construction of the pyramids are phenomenal. We couldn't recreate them today with all of our technology. There was some high-tech stuff going on back then. You know, the precision of the stones, uh, you can't even like fit a piece of paper between them. The like perfectly straightness of them, like we can't even do it now, right? But pyramids are a certain energetic shape. Um, they do many things. There's this Russian scientist, I can't remember his name, but he did all this research on pyramids. You know, I think it was Nubian pyramids he was working with, but also the Giza, you know, uh, geometries. They create an, uh, a healing field. They found that like they were, uh, they put water in this like, I think it was like a wood or PVC pyramid. They left the water in there and then they gave it to someone with chronic disease. They were cured, you know. Sit in a pyramid, notice how you feel, they're powerful. <laughs> A little, uh, little tangent there, but yeah, I, I love this stuff. But mostly I just, you know, thought this tapestry was cool. <laughs> okay, Brett McLean, what's up, brother? Uh, asking what's the most important Qigong pose to learn or to start with, um, Buji, which is just your standing, your static standing. Uh, you can't see me very well, but Buji, hips 
feet are hips width apart. First, just relax the arms and you just kind of let the hands, you know, that's Ruji's stance, right? You can find a million tutorials on it. But basically, the key with Qigong, it's not about the physical shape you're holding. You know, like it, for years I was like, okay, I got to learn just the right form that has the most powerful movements, the most powerful postures. That's not it. That's not Qigong. What is Qigong is sinking. It's what, uh, what a lot of these classics talk about, sinking the qi, sung, S-U-N-G, which is the state of relax, deep relaxation, right? Releasing all tension. Like you see people teaching embrace the tree and they're like, they're like this, right? Relax the elbows. Relax the shoulders, shoulders sit. Basically everything should be sinking down, super relaxed, yet full of chi, full of your mind. Very gentle. Uh, I, I don't kind of go into depth here, but basically, yeah, wuji posture. <laughs> learn how to sink the chi, learn how to fill your mind with, or fill your body with your mind. And uh, that's foundation for, you know, having a powerful qigong practice. <laughs> but I will say there's a huge difference between just waving your arms around with physical tension versus relaxing, you sink into the earth. It's that arc process. You activate by dropping the Dantian, drop the energy into the earth from deeply relaxing, you sink. It's like dropping a bag of water. Everything releases, you relax, your chi drops, and then rebound. The energy bounces up from the feet, you sink. It's like it pumps up your body, you release. I don't know. Uh, this, is what, this is what I'm teaching in my courses, right? Is how to really practice Qigong. So it's not just a physical moving arms around, but actually moving Qi. Derek Trevino says, how often do you take the Shou Do you cycle it or take it on a daily basis? So yeah, the, the Shou Wu formulation, um, anytime I feel like uh, my kidney energy is a bit low. That was one of my major weaknesses for a long time was weak kidney chi. took me several years to really rebuild my kidneys. They're pretty strong now. So I don't take the Shou as much as I used to. There's some different formulas I'm taking right now. I'm taking a spleen kind of stomach spleen formula right now. It's, it's a central chi building formula. So earth element, it's it's potent, but a different application, right? But basically Shou if I feel like I need it, like my sexual vitality is a little bit low, I'll take it. Usually in like the cold months, I'll take it because that's when my kidneys really need the extra support. Okay, Ved Gawai says, how long did it take for you to get used to non-ejaculatory sex? What's the journey like? Well, it didn't take me very long at all, honestly, because I spent a long time practicing by myself, just doing solo cultivation, working with my own sexual energy, so that by the time I, you know, went into partner cultivation, it was like, um, um, I kind of just lost my train of thought. Yeah. So, so by the time I got to, yeah, applying it to a partner, it, it felt somewhat like natural already. Right. There was still a bit of a learning curve of, you know, having sex with a partner, but overall it was like, I was way into non-ejaculatory sex, right. When I started doing it basically. Right. So for me, it was more of a learning curve of like learning how to control ejaculation during sex, which was an up and down process. The first few times it was like, Oh yeah, I got this. Then it was like, Oh wait, I'm actually, I'm losing control right now. So, you know, th that's a learning experience in itself. But overall, I would say within um, I don't know, a few months, maybe a year, I was like very, very prolific at having non-ejaculatory sex. But I was also doing a lot of, you know, I had a lot of Qigong training and things under my belt at that time. 
most okay sexual position that brings the most pleasure to the woman it's, it's going to depend on the woman but i find in general when the woman's on top because she has the most control and in a position where her clitoris her g-spot and her cervix are being stimulated you know i'm about to lose my instagram feed i'll pull it right back up Okay, so I would say one of the biggest, uh, I mean, it wasn't that much of a barrier, but I, I experienced blue balls a lot when I was first having non-jacketory sex. And so that took a little while for me to clear up. It was never, I mean, it wasn't like a big deal. It's not like it killed me, but it was, you know, it was pretty uncomfortable. So learning how to really circulate the energy out of my genitals. Let me give you one second. I'm just going to pull the Instagram feed back up. Okay, where am I at here? Whoa. John Kane, is it a problem after a vasectomy? Does that affect the energy? Um, subtle, you know, changes with the vasectomy. So physically, you're not ejaculating semen when you have an ejaculatory orgasm after a vasectomy, but you still feel the same refractory period, right? So it's the same changing of like hormones and things like that, which is interesting. And maybe it's like energetically, maybe the same thing's happening, still this shooting of energy out of your genitals. So um, I still recommend the same approach to a man who's had a vasectomy of learning to have non-ejaculatory sex. Sebastian B says, day 92, feeling so energized and genuinely happy. This practice is fantastic. The eye glowing is noticeable. Most men hold dark. Most men hold dark energy patterns, dull, sunken eyes. Porn is destructive. Yes, porn is very destructive. It's this black hole you get sucked into, sending all of your energy into this weird, you know, power system that's doing weird stuff with it, right? Hey, Philly Cheese, what's up, brother? Hope you're doing well. <clears throat> Okay, Aus, Ausvitas, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It says, thanks for the answer. Does psychic protection from ethereal beings involve Qigong practices or are there other methods? There's many layers to this. I will say Qigong definitely provides you with solid psychic protection overall because it's this reprogramming of your energy fields. Most people, their energy fields are very sporadic. There's no, organ they lose organization to them as they grow older. So it's like you're just always sending your chi off. You're glued to porn entities. You're, you know, feeding weird emotional stuff from other people. Your energy is all over the place, right? When you start doing Qigong, it arranges your energy field. It starts to organize things. You know, you start to open up your orbit, start to, you know, create these orbits, these circulations in your body. So you're training your energy to recycle. Like, okay, this is how you're going to move now. You're not going to go all everywhere. You're going to stay in this loop. That's one element of energetic protection and program, we could say, right? So it's pretty simple. When you do Qigong, you become more stable in your energy field. But I will say right now on the planet, you have to up your game a bit more beyond that even sometimes, right? Depends. I don't know. Qigong is going to be enough for most people. But what I find the most, you know, 
I've been doing energetic practice for over a decade. You know, I've, I've, I've explored many, many different things. What I'm finding the most effective for, we could say energetic protection, shielding, is not trying to actually shield or like block or like um, fight back, right? Because whenever you get stuck in this polarity battle, you're polarized, you're off your center. It's kind of what I'm really learning. So the key for me is neutrality, neutralizing things. This is something I learned from Tai Chi and from inner alchemy is the goal is not to fight back, you know, have, you know, fight back with greater power or like put up this strong wall because often nothing can get through, right? But to neutralize. And that's exactly what the practice I taught in the last video is, is you're neutralizing, you're creating this polarities, these two geometrical structures, creating a counterforce spiral and you're creating neutral force. Neutral force is basically the most effective way to combat the dark side, because when you're trying to take on the opposite polarity, you're always this like foot soldier in spiritual war. And eventually, you know, you lose your center basically when you're always like on this extremely polarized thing. That's what's happening in the world. People are completely over here. They're completely over here. They have no center. They have no neutrality. So neutralizing things versus or yielding you know grounding them into the earth versus taking them on trying to fight them is the most effective approach and i'm getting kind of abstract here but i don't know if this makes any sense but it's it's, it's this conclusion i've come to after exploring many many different methods and getting pulled into weird spiritual battles and things Okay, John Mao, Billy Chief says, they took my comment away. Yeah, sometimes comments get taken down. I don't know why. John Mao says, what types of physical exercise do you recommend? Uh, it depends what your goals are. You know, in general, I mean, you can keep it really simple, at least like walking every day, right? Uh, riding a bike around is great. But if you want to get more in depth with your physical exercise, I like weightlifting. I like strength training. Um, you can do more full body stuff. You know, you can do body weight stuff, do like hit stuff. Kettlebells are great. I used to do a lot of kettlebells. Um, but basically I, my physical exercise is primarily strength training and cardio. Cardio is important for, it increases your circulation, you know, improves your blood flow, improves nitric oxide levels, burns off stress hormones, things like that. So uh, that's, that's physical exercise. I, I personally practice and enjoy yoga is great as well. John Kane says, me too. I designed pentagonal pyramids. Yeah, it's a good, uh, interesting shape to work with. But actually, well, well I like the, the Giza pyramid, right? It's actually five-sided. You have the four sides and the base, which is the fifth side. Five is five elements, right? So it's, a, it's I guess it's kind of that five-element theory. It's a balanced number. So a pentagonal pyramid will actually have, I mean, if it's like five sides and then a base, it's actually six-sided. So I don't know. But it's an interesting thing to work with too, to experiment with that. <laughs> um, where are we at here? Tammy Bourbon says, what's your take on seasonal celibacy if you haven't covered it already? Um, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by this, but maybe like going through certain times where you're celibate um, or, or if you're talking about like seasonals in like certain times of the year. So I maybe this is two things, but basically having periods of time where you are celibate, I think it would be appropriate like after like a breakup or something, like if you get out of a relationship, I think it's good to have kind of a short 
you know, or however much time you need to like, just be alone, just be by with your, be with yourself, not go right back into dating and sleeping with people because it's going to create weird patterns. If you haven't resolved the underlying maybe issues you went through from your breakup. Right. So maybe between relationships have just a period of, of being single, being celibate and just really cultivating yourself, harmonizing yourself before you go back into a relationship. Or if you're talking about seasonals and like maybe in the winter, not have as much sex because of the kidney thing, uh, you know, typically our kidney energy is weaker in the winter, right? The cold months. So it's more important to regulate your ejaculations. I'm not sure if that's at all what you're talking about here, but that's another thing, right? Which can be mitigated with non-ejaculatory sex. Michael says, what will you be talking about at Camp Disclosure? Have you been there before? Oh yeah, guys. So I'm teaching a workshop at Camp Disclosure in Georgia uh, next week, actually. Wow. Um, <clears throat> check, go to campdisclosure.com. I think there's still some tickets available. I'm going to be just doing general presentation on sexual Kung Fu. So just talking about sexual cultivation, the benefits, I'm going to be teaching some practices. Uh, and I'm going to be teaching a, uh, a workshop, like a, a class on, I'm going to be doing energy cultivation practices. So we'll be doing like Qigong, some sexual energy work, all kinds of stuff. So that's what I'll be teaching there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also heading out to Seattle tomorrow. I'm going to a workshop there at the weekend, uh, this weekend. Then heading out to Georgia on Tuesday. Okay, Martin Communications says, "Does is it better to not get a bisectomy?" I mean, me personally, I I choose not to artificially modify my body surgically, right? So I'm not going to get a bisectomy. But you know, I haven't really. I know many people who've had them. They don't seem like they have any major side effects from it. So maybe it's fine. I don't know. But me personally, I'm into you know more natural things. All right, guys, I'm just gonna answer a few more questions. Uh, Black Bear says, does your pineal gland vibrate when you raise your energy? It feels like there's something thumping in my head when doing certain practices. It, it depends what I'm doing. Like if I'm specifically moving the energy there, if I'm focusing on it, yeah, it will start to vibrate. And, you know, it's kind of, kind of like the, there's an upper Dantian practice I do, you know, zero in on the, you know, from the by way, crown of the head, third eye, straight in, about where your pineal gland is. You focus in that area, it'll start to light up. Tammy says, I've heard occasionally about men experiencing some bleeding when doing certain sexual energy movement practices. What's your awareness on this? I've never had any, <laughs> I've, I haven't heard of any men. Oh, okay, okay. No one who's taken my course has had this happen with these types of practices that I practice and teach. They're gentle. Like there's nothing that's going to make you bleed weirdly. The only thing I can think of possibly maybe like the million dollar point where you stick your fingers in the perineum to physically block the ejaculation mechanism. This isn't a, a, a practice I particularly recommend this is pretty crude. Um, and if you overdo it, yes, you can damage yourself. It's a sensitive area. So maybe that's something that happened to them. I don't know, but overall the practices I'm teaching are super safe. <clears throat> Shab, what's up brother it says, since I'm on semen retention, I have old, Girlfriend lovers that try to keep in touch with me. I don't understand why. Well, it's, you start practicing semen retention, you start building up all this gene. They detect it. You know, they're can, you know, everyone you've slept with, you're energetically connected with probably for the rest of your life, right? And so they start to feel like maybe they had a little bit of, you know, connection to that. You know, they were getting something from your gene in the past. And so they, they, they're still kind of wired into your body. So they feel that, that there's this increase of energy in the subconscious, like, ooh, I want some of that. So they're, you know, hitting you up. 
Okay. Um, Derek says, not sure if you're familiar with it, but in terms of physical fitness, I highly recommend you check out Jay Vinson Biofit. Recently started training that way with great results and it's an efficient way of working out. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. I'm always looking to optimize uh, everything I'm doing pretty much. So for sure, I'll check it out. Okay, Star Luster says, can sexual kung fu release old patterns? <laughs> My uh, <laughs> Mariah has been saging the house. She just set the smoke alarms off. I was in here saging the crap out of this room, and I, I, I couldn't turn my it, smoke alarm started going off. It was deafeningly loud. I couldn't pull the battery out of it. It was awful. So that's what that noise is in the background. <clears throat> oh yeah. So Starlusher says, can sexual kung fu release old patterns of thinking, learned behaviors from family upbringing? Definitely. That's a major part of the sexual kung fu approach. Is to first of all clear. Uh, clear the past, clear these old energy blockages, right? From your conditioning, from your family, from weird habits you had. So that, that's in my, in my multi-orgasmic man course, that's kind of step one is clear all these blockages you have that are preventing you from going, uh, from having a conscious relationship to your sexual energy. So yes, that will definitely help you to overcome a lot of these things. <clears throat> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> okay, Fanny Bro Broholm, Broholm says, will you talk a little bit about the Angion method? This is basically a, uh, we, I'd say it's like a cardio exercise for the penis, right? So there's a lot of methods of what they call uh, penis enhancement, penis exercise, PE, you'll often see. Like jelking is a common one, which is actually terrible for your penis. You're shoving blood in directions it's not meant to go. It can really, really damage your penis, actually. Excessive stretching. I used to teach some of these, and I used to practice and teach these until I realized, hey, this could actually damage me, you know? So Angeon method, you know, I stumbled on this, I think about a year ago. Um, fantastic. This this guy basically spent like 10 years studying, you know, he's like a, I think he's got medical doctorate training, but he spent 10 years studying like the, you know, the sexual organ system, blood vessels, how they re, how they you know grow and develop things like that, and develop these exercises which moves blood in a certain way through the penis, which stimulates nitric oxide production. It develops the blood vessels and it leads to really powerful erections. So I don't know, it's it's a fantastic practice. I recommend. Michael says, "What time of day do you recommend weightlifting and cardio?" Supposedly, it's better to do like physical exercise uh, in the morning when your you know your cortisol levels are higher, you know your testosterone is higher. You're a bit more motivated to work out, and I don't know. I typically do mine around 11 a.m. You know, I do my qigong meditation practice, spend all morning doing that, and then I go to the gym after that usually. So uh, whenever you have time to, though, it's you know it's fine. <laughs> Shab, yeah, that's the the downside is that when you, I mean, I talk, I feel like I talk about this in every video, but yeah, when you have sex with someone, it's a it's a very deep intimate connection you're wiring yourself into them you're exchanging dna you're exchanging energetics karma ancestral patterns like yeah you're partially you know becoming this is why i say i don't recommend having sex with someone you wouldn't want to become because that's what happens is you start to exchange this information and kind of become that person in a certain way right so be careful be mindful of who you're having sex with Fanny, uh, Fanny Broholm says, would you recommend women to do Qigong? Yeah, I, I, everyone, I recommend doing Qigong. It's fantastic. It doesn't, you know, it's, it balances your energy, reduces stress. 
um, phys physical, you know, superficial benefits increases circulation, relaxes you, puts you in the parasympathetic nervous system, um, <clears throat> helps you release like chronic tension patterns. It's been shown to cure chronic diseases, balances your hormones, but energetically you're building chi. Start open up all the energy channels. Start to get high naturally. Qigong is amazing. More grounded, more centered, energized. Oh yeah. Okay, guys, I'm gonna answer two more questions and I gotta jump off. <laughs> okay, we are all one, says, can improper posture in the lower back or pelvic floor lead to blockages of sexual energy? I get sore in that area after a day of work. Definitely. Uh, for example, sitting all day is terrible for your pelvic floor and your lower back, right? I think this is one of the reasons that men develop like serious premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction is they sit down too much. Things get really stagnant. So yeah, your posture, <clears throat> You know the way you hold your body the things you're doing affect this area of your body so this is why doing like yoga is really great to open everything back up you know stretching out massage work you know whatever you got to do uh angion method is the the penis exercise i was talking about a n g i o n just look up angion method you'll find it <clears throat> Modern communication says, can we get to the point that we can transmute sexual energy whenever we want, wherever we desire, wherever we want, whenever we desire to do so? Basically, yes. Take some training, but it's as simple as moving the energy through your body and putting it into something. Okay, Hill Habit says, I got I get bad pain in my testicles if I don't ejaculate for an extended period of time. Then it can be painful to ejaculate once I finally do. Any thoughts or treatments for this? So first of all, uh, anything that's like, you know, I have to put a little disclaimer. I'm not a medical doctor. If this is an actual medical issue, I'm not qualified to give you advice on it. Right. But I will say that from experience, um, like blue balls type situation is from a blockage of energy in your testicles. Um, too much energy stuck there, which is common when you're doing seam retention. You really want to be doing energy circulation practices to remove that energy. I have lots of sex without ejaculating and I, I don't get blue balls anymore because I learned how to move the energy out of the testicles. Look up um, on my YouTube channel, testicle breathing practice. This is an exercise that moves the energy out of your testicles. You wanna do this every day and I think you'll find that helpful. Okay guys, I'm gonna jump off. Thanks everyone for joining. Great to hang out with you guys. Um, I don't think I'm gonna be going live next week. I had a busy week of traveling, going to Seattle, going to Georgia. So um, yeah, probably two weeks I'll be doing this again. But take care, guys. Thanks for joining. Hope you're doing well. Keep yourself in your joy, in your inspiration. Keep yourself motivated. Cultivate your chi. Keep yourself balanced. Keep yourself centered. And uh, you're going to do great. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.